Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful Monday. So y'all, y'all know how when you talk to your friend, you be like, girl. Like, that's what I feel like right now. Girl. I mean, it's some guys who guys. Y'all too. I'm sorry, y'all. But y'all, so today I did something different. If you follow me on Instagram, at the Christian Bay underscore, you know that I built a little studio warehouse vibes on my patio. But today I took it back to the old days and I'm recording this podcast in the car. Like, I haven't did this in some months, but y'all, I don't know, it hit different. And I just wanted to start off this episode telling you guys that if you ever feel like you want to tap into God's presence and you just need like a place to just vent completely and you don't want to do it in the house, I mean, you could do it in your room, you could do it in the shower. Y'all know I love having my talks with God in the shower, but it's something about being in the car that just hits different. Like, I know dm me if y'all can relate um comment like i don't know it just hit different in the car so today i was just like i'm gonna do it in the car today and whoo like the spirit just fell upon me like y'all i was in here crying like (laughs) i was in here crying just because i felt the holy spirit like on me and i had chills and i'm just like all right like we gotta we gotta get back to doing this on the regular like my showers be hitting too but i don't know it's just something about the car so if you're looking for a place to tap into the presence of god and you've tried the shower you tried your room you have a prayer closet and you're just looking for something new because as we grow in our walk with christ and as we get spiritually mature in different seasons you have to try different stuff to tap in because you're growing and if you get set in a certain routine you get used to that routine routine you get used to finding God there so it kind of takes away the spark you have to continuously search for God in different ways and see God do you want to speak to me in the closet today or do you want to speak to me in the shower or do you want to speak to me in the car like it's different ways to tap into his presence and we have to be intentional about tapping in and I just felt in my spirit to do it in the car and y'all like Woo, it hit different. So I just want to start off by sharing that with you guys. I also wanted to share with you guys that I don't know if you guys noticed, but I kind of have like a routine that's happening. Like if you follow me on Instagram, you know, on my story, I've been talking about I'm currently in my student season. So I'm not really posting a lot on my personal Instagram, just because like I'm just spending a lot of time in God's presence and learning what he wants me to learn. I'm still doing the podcast, of course, but I'm really like, just in his presence right now and just learning everything he wants me to learn and everything he's pouring into me. So with that being said, he's also calling me to do different things. So for the past two weeks, what I've been doing is Mondays is the day that I upload the podcast. As you guys know, on Wednesdays, I'm doing Bible studies on my IG live. We usually go on, it's me and my friend. We usually go on around 830. So if you guys would like to tune into that, my Instagram is at the Christian Bay underscore. We will be back on there this Wednesday with another Bible study. And then Fridays, y'all, I have been waking up 630 a.m. so that I could be on live by 8 a.m. and give you guys a word. So that's what God has just been calling me to do these past few weeks and it's going to continue. So today is Monday. It's the podcast Wednesday night is Bible study and Friday morning I was just calling it faith Friday Friday morning I'm gonna be on IG live at 8 a.m. so if you guys would like to tune in I would love to have you 
speaking of Instagram, if you guys follow Christian Bay Clothing, which you should be, you know that we had a summer sale, first day of summer sale this past Saturday. And there's so many new goodies on the website, thechristianbay.com. We have lip gloss, we have body oils, we have body shimmer mist, we have accessories, just all of the Christian Bay summer essentials that you need. So go check out the website and grab some pieces and get ready for summer because the Rona is not going to be here forever, okay? And when Rona leave, we're going to be ready, okay? That's just that on that. Now for the real reason that we're here, the word. We're coming from the book of Matthew. Y'all thought I was going to say Luke. I, I switched it up. Well, God switched it up, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> we're coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 9 through 13. Grab your journals. So I'm going to be reading Matthew chapter 12 in an NLT translation because you guys know I have NLT and I have NIV. But today I'm going to be reading the NLT. And when you start chapter 12, it talks about how Jesus is walking with the gang. He with the disciples, you know, doing gang things. And the Pharisees is doing what haters do. They just hating, watching from the sidelines because they can't get in the game. You know, you know the normal. You got haters. So they're watching from the sidelines trying to find a reason to say that Jesus was breaking the law. They're like, oh, your disciples are are eating they're breaking the law by harvesting on the sabbath and jesus is just like checking them like a real nigga would because it's just like first of all why y'all even watching us so hard but anyways i'm not even finna you know you know so anyways jesus continues by day day because who pays the haters any attention not us okay period so as you continue to read um chapter 12 verse 9 it talks about how jesus heals on the sabbath so chapter i'm sorry verse 9 says then Jesus went over to their synagogue where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say yes so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, if you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it, and it was restored just like the other one. Then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot on how to kill Jesus. So if you're anything like me during this season of our lives and during this pandemic and during COVID-19 and, and the quarantine and everything that's been happening, God has used this time to highlight some parts of our lives and show us these parts of your life is deformed. This part of your life isn't producing the type of fruit that I created you to produce. This part of your life isn't creating an everlasting legacy that I want you to leave behind for your family. This part of your life isn't really doing what I made it to do. So I'm showing you and I'm highlighting you to you the parts of your life that need work so he used this quarantine to get us alone to get us inside to make us sit down and self-reflect and see the parts of us that we can change the parts of us that need to be done over the parts of us that were deformed so that we can begin to work on their parts so when God led me to this scripture and he led me to this chapter to talk about it on the podcast today the first thing that I noticed when I was reading Matthew chapter 12 is it says then Jesus went over to their synagogue where he noticed and I, and I stopped right there and I, and I underlined the word notice because it says where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. 
So y'all Christian babes, y'all listen to the podcast on the regular, y'all the gang, y'all loyal, y'all know how I do. So I was like, I got to cross references. Let me read this in other translations to see, God, what are you really trying to speak to me right now? What do you want me to tell the Christian babes? What, what is this word that you're trying to reveal through this scripture? So when I read the same verse in another translation, I read it in the easy translation and the easy translation says, a man was there, his hand was very small and weak, so he could not use And after reading it in that translation, God deposited everything into my spirit. And he said, this is exactly how you and the Christian base can relate to this. You know, kind of like the stuff that you guys feel like you can't use. That heart that was broken from your father never loving you properly. So you feel like you can't use that. And it's functioning at a small level right now. And it's very weak. So you can't use it. And it's affecting all of your relationships. It even affects your friendships because your father didn't love you properly. So you don't even know what love truly looks like. And then there's that business that you've been praying about and it's small and the chances of it taking off seems weak just like it seemed weak to this man so it seems like you have a deformed business you can't use that and then you have your body because the doctor came to you and told you something that wasn't very pleasing he gave you a report that feels like now I'm small and now my body's weak and now I don't ever think I'm going to be able to function at the level that I was functioning at before so my body is weak and small I can't use it so God said to me you see this man with the deformed hand you and the Christian base can relate to him more than you think because you have parts of your life that are deformed and seem small and seem weak and seem like you can't use it but I noticed God said but I noticed I I noticed that you don't look at yourself in the mirror the same since the breakup because you feel like now you're not good enough. You feel like the felt relationship is because of something that you did, not realizing that I'm moving you on to something better. I noticed. I noticed that that marriage has triggered you in ways that hurt you down to your core and you feel small and you feel like I can't produce fruit from this place. I'll never be able to love again. I'll never be happy again. But I noticed. I noticed that you feel like anytime you put effort into something, it seems like it's just not good enough. I noticed that anytime you really give something your all, you feel like I don't see the efforts that you're making, but I noticed. And the list could go on because I'm 100% certain that we all have parts of our lives that make us feel like we've been dealt a deformed hand in the cards of life. But while reading in the NLT version, I could not get past the point that said, Jesus noticed. So I made it my business to write it down and I made it my business to circle it because if I if I know, I want you to know that the parts of your life that seem like they're not producing fruit, the parts of your life that seem like they will never change, the parts of their life that seem like it's breaking you at your core and you just can't get over this thing and it seems like this thing is sucking the life out of you, I want you to know that God notices. Because I know from personal experience that the enemy will try to trick you into believing that your father doesn't love you. The enemy will try to trick you into believing that you're going through this because God doesn't care. The enemy will try to trick you into believing that you're experiencing this because you're not called, because you're not anointed, because you're not the chosen one, because you're not a Christian babe. But I'm going to tell you and I'm going to speak life into you and make sure you know tonight that you're experiencing this because you are called, because you are the chosen one, because you are a Christian babe. is why you're going through the fire that is why you're experiencing so much pressure because baby you're a diamond and it's not supposed to be easy for you because you're not just an easy chick you're not just an easy guy you was built for it tough you was made for this so god calls his strongest soldiers to the front and that's why you're experiencing this but god notices so as we continue to read matthew 12 verse 13 says then he said to the man hold out your hand 
And that that part, y'all, this whole word, I, I don't know. I don't know if y'all feeling it how I'm feeling. If y'all feeling it how I'm feeling it, y'all got to DM me and let me know because this whole word was just a word for me. I pray that it's a word for you. But back to the scripture, it says that Jesus told the man to hold out your hand. And when it said that, I'm just like, well, before we read that this man's hand was small and weak and he could not use it, but Jesus was calling him to do otherwise because he noticed it. So that means that the heartbreak that you're trying to bury and keep inside, God is saying, I noticed, I need you to hold that out. And that means that that mindset and those depressing and suicidal thoughts that have you feeling stuck, God is saying, I need you to stretch it out. Because when you read this same verse in another translation, when you read this verse in the NLT, it says, Jesus said to the man, hold out your hand. Then when you read this verse in the New King James Version, it says, Jesus said to the man, stretch out your hand. And then when you read this same verse in the easy translation, it says, Jesus said to the man, lift up your hand. So you can hold out your hand, you can stretch out your hand, or you can lift up your hand. So that heartache that's trying to bury you, that you're trying to bury and keep it in, God is saying, I need you to hold that out. And that mindset, those depressing thoughts, those suicidal thoughts that have you feeling stuck, God is saying, I need you to stretch that out. Don't just let them run wild in your mind. Speak back to them. Stretch them out. Put some pressure on those thoughts. See how they stand up against the word of God. Don't just bow down to them. Stretch them out. Let me see what you're really made of. You're coming and trying to invade my mind. You're trying to take over the property that God, the temple that God has given me, the life that God has promised me. You're trying to come and take over it. Let me stretch you out to see how you stand against the word of God because I know the strength in this word. I don't know the strength in these thoughts. I don't know that if these thoughts are facts or if they just opinions. I don't even know who sent these thoughts. So when you get those depressing thoughts, when you get that anxiety, God is saying, I need you to stretch that out. And then those thoughts of failure and never succeeding, never having real love, never being good enough, those thoughts that are trying to keep you bound, that are trying to keep you down, God is saying, I need you to lift them up. Because Jesus said to the man, hold it out, stretch it out, lift it up. That thing that is deformed, that thing that isn't producing fruit, that thing that seemed like it would never change. Yeah, I need you to put that to work. Because that part of your life that you're thinking of right now, that part of your life in this season, God is saying it's me versus it. And I'm going to show you who's going to win. I'm going to show you who has the victory. I'm going to show you who has the true strength. I want you to stretch it out. I want you to lift it up because I noticed it. I noticed it. I noticed that it wasn't producing fruit. I noticed that it was deformed. I noticed that it was messing with your sleep at night. I noticed that it was causing you tears. I noticed that it was causing your head to fall down when you're the daughter of a king. I need your head up. I noticed that it was affecting your everyday life. I noticed. So now I'm challenging it. It's me versus it. Put it to work. Stretch it out. Because I noticed that this part of your life was deformed. And I'm a God that do my best work in the middle of mess. So as you continue to read this sentence in chapter 12, it says, Then he's told, he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand. And I want you guys to really, really put yourself in this man's shoes. His hand was deformed. It was small. It was weak. And he could not use it. And Jesus is standing in front of him saying, stretch it out. And, and, and remember, Jesus was with the gang. Did y'all forget? Jesus was with the gang. He was with the gang and the haters. So it's a crowd of people. 
And Jesus is saying, yeah, that part that you said don't work, that the form part right there, that part that you tried to bury, that part that you're trying to hide, that part that you don't want nobody to know about, stretch that out. Put that to work. Hold that up because I noticed. And in front of everybody, I'm going to show them that this thing that's been having you bound, this thing that has been holding you down, it, it, it no longer has power over you. I'm going to set you free from it, but you have to do your part. Stretch it out. Hold it up. Lift it up. You have to do your part. That man, his we don't know how long his hand was, was deformed. Did he even know how to lift it? Was it a struggle? Did it hurt? Think about having to use something that you've never used before. It's small. It's weak. It, the fact that they said it's weak means that it took some strength. It took some energy from him to even try to lift it. You telling me to lift up this thing? This thing is killing me. This thing is weighing me down. This thing is draining all of my energy. And now you standing in front of me with all these people saying lift it up. I ain't never did that before. You putting me to the test. That thing that you thinking about. That thing that you just letting sit there, you don't even try no more because it is weak. You can't use it. So you don't even put effort into it anymore. And Jesus like, yeah, I noticed. God, like I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. And now I'm calling you to put it to work because our favorite scripture is what? Faith without works is dead. This is the works. Because I noticed. And it's been sitting and it's been deformed and it's been weighing you down and it's been causing you to lose sleep for long enough. I need you to lift it up. I need you to stretch it out because I noticed. So with fear and probably a little bit of embarrassment because now everybody is looking at the deformed part of your life. So he was probably embarrassed and with a little bit of thoughts or doubts because this thing has never worked before. It's always been broken. It's never turned out good for me. And now you're telling me to try it again. Of course, there's some doubts in his mind. So with fear and with people around and possible embarrassment and thoughts and insecurities all flowing through his mind. And what if it doesn't lift? What if it doesn't work? What if I'm really as ineffective as I think I am? What if the business really does flop? What if this next love relationship that I entered fails just like the last one? What if me and my mother this relationship never gets restored what if i'm still not good enough for my daddy with fear with embarrassment with this deformed part of his life he still attempted to stretch it out and when you continue to read the sentence it says the man held out his hand and it was restored not before he did it, not when he thought about doing it, but when he held it out, when he stretched it out, when he put that deformed thing to the test, when it was in the presence of God, because God notices it. He noticed it and he called it out like God did it. To, he did it to us in this season. There are some things during this quarantine that God has called out and he said, you're going to have to fix that. That part of you isn't producing fruit. Why are you letting it sit there? Why are you just okay with it being the minimum? I've called you to more. Don't just be okay with settling with that the way that it is. You know that that's not all that you want. You know that you want more out of your love life. You know that you want more out of your business. You know that you want more out of a job. So why are you settling for a deformed hand? Why are you sitting there with it? I noticed that you're not happy with this. So I'm calling you forth and I'm telling you to stretch it out. And it says that when the man stretched it out, it was restored. But not only was it restored, it says, just like the other one. And I think that was my favorite part of reading it. Because it said, and when you read another translation, I think it was the easy translation, translation it says, restore it just as healthy as the other one. 
And you know what that spoke to me? That God made it brand new. It, it, that deformed hand, it wasn't restored with a little limp and, and you know, the pinky finger kind of leaning to the side. The nails don't grow. So you know that in the past life or maybe a year or two ago, you could tell the residue of it being deformed. You can tell that it was something wrong with this thing. Uh-uh. It, it made sure that it said it was restored just like the other one. And when I saw that in the NLT translation, y'all know me. I was like, okay, I got to go read this in the other translation. Because why was the Bible so adamant about letting us know that it was not only restored, it was restored like the other one, like the one that was never deformed, like the one that functioned correctly from the beginning. And when I read the other translations, it said just as healthy. Meaning there was no sign of it being deformed. There was no sign of an illness. There was no sign of lack. There was no sign of heartbreak in your new marriage. There was no sign of failure in this business that God is calling to you, calling you to. There is no sign of insecurity in this new place that God is calling you to in your life. There is no sign of the old residue of your old season from when you were deformed. So God is saying, I noticed that part of your life that is deformed. I noticed it. And now I need you to lift it up. I need you to stretch it out. I need you to hold it out. Because when you do your part, I'm going to do my part. And I'm going to restore it. And I'm not just going to restore it to an average level. I'm going to make this thing brand new. And nobody's going to be able to notice that it was broken before. But will you do your part? So that's y'all challenge for today. I don't care if you hold it out, lift it up, or stretch it out. Whatever you choose to do, get it done because it's our season. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for allowing us to be in your presence, God. We want to thank you for this fresh word that you delivered today, Father God. I am just your vessel, Father God. This is your podcast, Father God. This is your platform, and you blew me away, Father God. So I thank you for this fresh word. I thank you for your Holy Spirit speaking through me, Father God. And I pray that this word reaches the ears that you want it to reach, Father God. I pray that this word activate movement in each and every person that listens to it, Father God. The deformed parts of their life can no longer keep them bound, Father God. I pray that this word releases the chains that have been wrapped around them and keeping them stuck in a place of unhappiness, stuck in a place of settling for just, just this is enough. Settling for, I'm going to be content with this, knowing that you have called them to more, knowing that they have desires for more in their heart, Father God. I pray that they are freed from the, the mindset of lack and freed from the mindset of just sitting wherever life in the enemy decides to throw them father god i pray that this word reminds them that as a christian babe you are called to shift rooms i pray that this word reminds them that as a christian babe you do not have to settle for the minimum you set the standard you raise the standard you are the standard as a christian babe i pray that this word lets them know that you noticed every part of their life that they feel like is overlooked every part of their life that they feel like they just have to cover up and push to the side because it's never going to get better as a Christian babe, they have authority to speak to that thing, to stretch that thing out, to lift that thing up, to hold that thing in your presence because in your presence, you make all things new, Father God. You don't make all things okay. You don't make all things well. You don't make all things 
things are right. You make all things new, Father God. So right now, I claim a new season for me and every Christian Bay listening to this podcast. And I ask that you reassure them that your word cannot return to you void. I ask that you reassure them that you are going to do this new thing, but they must do their part. Give them the confidence. Give them the boldness to step into this new, to stretch it out, to hold it up, to not worry about what other people think because it's a new thing happening and they just going to focus on the old anyways. You stepping into a new, they're not even going to be in your new season. So it don't even matter, Father God. Reassure them that the the opinion of other people does not matter because what you're about to do is going to blow their mind, their enemy's mind, the the people that's watching mine. And it's going to blow their expectations, Father God. I thank you so much for this word. I thank you so much for your presence. I thank you so much for your covering, Father God. I pray that you protect them throughout this week. I pray that you guide them, Father God. But most of all, I pray that you release a new anointing that blows their mind. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Too much because I'm sitting in this car sweating, okay? Sweating. But... That word was worth it. I pray that it encouraged you guys. I pray that you guys understand all that God has in store for you in this season. I cannot wait to speak to you guys on the next episode of the Christian Bay Podcast. I will see you on Bible Study on Wednesday and Faith Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on my Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. Talk to you guys later. Bye.